0: You are listening to the JTMR Podcast. Visit our website at www.jesustomirescue.com for free sermons, articles, e-books, Bible study tools, Bible quizzes, and lots more. We share the gospel of Jesus to the world.
1: God
2: is uh, shaping both you and your child through the dissonance that you experience. Uh, because your temperament is not the same as your child and when you rub them up the wrong way they still are growing through that and so are you.
0: That's Hetty Britz reflecting about the challenges and opportunities that can come your way when you and your child have different personality types and she joins us again today on Focus on the Family with your host Focus President and author
3: Jim Daly. And I'm John Fuller. John, I want to start with Scripture, because I think this is an interesting application right there in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verses 4 and 6. It says this, Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are a variety of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. Mm-hmm. That is really what we're talking about today with Hetty. It's this idea that we have these core, I believe, stamped, personalities. Uh, we do adapt to our environment. And I get that. But I think we come out with some very sure-minded approaches to how life should go. And uh, Hetty's done a wonderful creative job of applying these to trees so we could better understand the character of people and why they are behaving the way they behave. Uh, Hetty
0: Brits is an author and a speaker and uh, a leading voice for parenting advice in South Africa. She and her husband Louis have three children and they've recently moved to the
3: U.S. Yeah, Tennessee. And we mentioned that last time. Welcome Thank to you Tennessee. Very
2: much. <laughs> we appreciate it. <that. laughs>
3: and we love our friends there, obviously. Must have been a little bit of a culture shock, though.
2: We're loving it. We, oh, we love the community. People are warm and yeah. sociable. We have a lot of new friends. We're. And we like everything fried. That's also, that's <laughs> you also kind of really good. To that really quick, huh? <laughs> yes.
3: Fried everything. I like that, <laughs> Hetty. We do welcome you back. Uh, last time we talked about these characteristics, and it's brilliant what you've done. I mean, to put Thank these me. in the context of trees, um, and it really helps a parent better understand who they are and who their children are wired to be. And uh, probably the the nugget I pulled out of the program last time is this idea that. We have conflict with our children, and much of it is going to be rooted in this communication style issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, The parent being built a certain way by God Uh, And then the child to be maybe sometimes opposite of that. And so you have conflict when conflict doesn't need to exist, really. You just need to understand each other a bit better. Mm -hmm. And for the parent, the adult in the room, to really work that understanding so that they could help shape their children and help develop their character. Is that a good summary?
2: Absolutely. Because from that, my question as a parent is, so if I know this is my child and these are my child's needs, how many of those needs should I indulge and when should I shape? Um, Because the world out there is not going to say, give me your tree type and then I will do everything in a way that makes you happy. Um, So it's that fine line between shaping them to be able to work in a world with anybody people who are not like them and who don't accommodate their needs but also to make sure that in my house they know they're all loved and welcomed and that i teach in a way that works that i disciple their heart and that i help them on the route that god has for them because they're all going to honor god in different ways we just read about those gifts and those activities that are going to be different with each child but it's they all have in them a seed to be God-honoring people, to bring Him glory. Sure. And it's important to know
3: right from the outset, whatever your lumber is, if you pardon the pun, um, no, I love the God, pun. <laughs> God is in this. I mean, yes. that's the the brilliance of it, that God is present, and it's all about being rooted in his character and developing in his character so that you can be a formidable tool in his hands while we walk this earth and that's what you're getting at so let's get to it uh last time we talked about the palm tree which i resonate with it's kind of the fun loving person who uh, wants to go to the party and, and interact with people. You get a lot of energy. Usually it shows up in children, as you described yesterday, as that energetic, talkative child, which I was. And uh, you know that, that child just has a real insatiable desire to know things. And they're just bugging you sometimes.
2: Yeah, and they're, they're on the go. And, and we want to put them in a the box, and we want to get them into a routine, and it's not really working. And, and actually, our base investment is going to be in, in discipling their heart, making sure they follow the right moral, you know, pointers, good friends, good role models, right. um, and by, by keeping in mind their purpose, because this design is so that they can influence people, so that they can draw people into the kingdom, so that they can communicate ideas right. about God. And as long as we're nurturing that, we're doing our most important job.
3: I could see these being the evangelists. These Absolutely. are the ones that get enga- <laughs> engaged with culture. Totally, They'll go to the party, they don't care, mm. and they'll talk to people about the Lord. And that's yeah. a wonderful way to look at it. Then you talked about the rosebush, your yes. self-proclaimed rosebush. Bush. that's how you uh, describe your parenting words. style uh, but that's uh <laughs> what what's the rose bush
2: um feisty forward-looking fast uh, wanting stuff to get done yesterday Where's the prickly part? oh in the words <laughs> we, uh, we are a bit sharp
3: um, <laughs> to think. the point
2: yes I, I mean this is the child who who tells you you are not being fair this is what you did yesterday here are your mistakes you really should be more of this or be more of that and then they're often right but it hurts you, it's the prophetic right when <laughs> you look at scripture
3: <laughs> would you say paul was a rosebush? i think i would Absolutely. see him as a rosebush straight
2: mm. shooter very determined very brave yeah. and when god calls him he says i'm going to show him how much he must suffer for the gospel if you tell a rosebush kid i'm going to let you do this but it's going to be very tough nobody's ever gotten this right they go bring it on
3: mm. they want the, they, they want word. the challenge yes,
2: please don't make it very often the reason they misbehave is life is too easy
3: Wow, interesting. All right, let's move to the boxwood. Um, we ended there. We gave brief descriptions last time, but most of us won't even know what a boxwood is, so I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. for our ignorance. I had but to go <laughs> online to see, <laughs> to see it. Right. But we, describe boxwood and what are the well, attributes? Uh,
2: their original name that we used to uh, call them by in the past was the lollipop trees because they're the, these perfectly shaped round trees, but they can also be shaped into a triangle or a square or any shape you like. They're prunable. Yeah. Yes, they're that that you can the the elephant
3: in Disneyland. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. But
2: there can also be these these hedges around, you know, the the princess gardens and they're incredibly teachable. The same way these shrubs are moldable okay. um, This is the child who says Just tell me the way it needs to be done By when and how many times And they want to do it right So they have a natural tendency To feel boundaries And to see them and to need them So when the books tell you Children need boundaries and they love boundaries Then just keep in mind it's probably a box Who wrote the book <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And who believes this firmly That this applies to all kids um, Because the box are kind of square and And, and Linear and things need to be. But just, logical, just right. These, like yes. we described,
3: the engineer last <laughs> yes, time we said absolutely. it's kind of that attribute.
2: So th- this child does everything right by the book, and the parent thinks, What's so hard about this? Why can't everybody else just produce really well behaved kids? Um, because I just did everything right, as the book said, and then my child it sleeps through the night and feeds when it needs to, and does everything uh, sits well. still in church and. Reads his little book on the you know on the long journey off to the beach and uh, they are easy to parent in that way except they are emotionally high maintenance.
3: Right. So describe that for the parent who is mm-hmm. the parent of a boxwood child. I mean, you have uh, the descriptions are probably you know this is my easiest child this is the one I mean you tell them what to do and he or she does it those would be the kind of descriptors you'll be using yeah, as a parent
2: they, they do comply but there is this whiny voice that comes with the compliance this is but I just want to do this first and but there's a little spot on my pants I can't wear them but this is not exactly what the teacher said you know there's, there's something of a sensitivity there and a discomfort with things not being exactly right so they can be finicky and that goes from all the way from how they eat and what they will wear and how they need to Done. This is a child who will be so complied in the next minute you make the biggest mistake. You cut their sandwich in squares and it should have been triangles.
3: And the day
2: is <laughs> over. Really? Yes. So
3: perfectionistic is that the is other big That is one of the descriptor. unfortunate
2: tendencies. Kind of yes. The, the, root the of that. teachers love that.
3: How do you parent to soften <laughs> that? How? Do you, and is it appropriate mm-hmm. to say, okay, I recognize my child as a boxwood, a perfectionist. Mm-hmm often easy, they'll do exactly what I want them to do, and I love that as a parent, it makes my day easier. But how do you parent them to be less perfectionistic, to be comfortable with imperfection?
2: Mm. It's very hard. If, if we look at the way God did this in Moses, Moses complained to God about the people all the time. I mean, he had reason, but so Moses was, was the box very word. much, yeah. And yeah. we see him complaining and stressing and really huh. struggling with the burden of leading the people. And God helps him out of this, but it takes time. And he doesn't go into the promised land. He gets to stand in the promised land the first time when Jesus is transfigured on the mount. And there's almost something of a boxwood really needing time to get to a place where they can choose grace over law, because that essentially is what you're going to teach. So they're going to be child. hard on
3: themselves and hard on others around mm. them. They are because they're, they're not get, they measuring critical, up to perfection.
2: And they need Christ yeah. um, to help them understand what it is to be acceptable, even when you are flawed. The phrase "good enough" is yeah. going to be the one really important that's going um, yeah. to be challenging. That's critical.
3: I I know uh, you know one of my children. They uh, really stressed about getting straight A's. Mm-hmm. and i could see the anxiety mm-hmm. and i wanted to make sure we want to hold a high standard it's wonderful that you're doing that but you know a b is going to be okay if if in the relaxation the thought b. that really dad is that okay i said well you always want to do your best obviously but i don't want you being anxious and stressing to the point where it's hurting you emotionally or spiritually yeah. and it, it it has made a difference i could see that relaxation occur and in a good way in a healthy way and uh it doesn't mean, uh, you know, I want mediocre, but he is still doing well and getting good enough grades. To <laughs> your point, and he doesn't have to reach for perfection.
2: That's so valuable because you're separating what he does from who he is. Right, and that is what we we can help them do by embracing their deep emotionality. Um, we build relationship with them if we cannot deal with a meltdown, we cannot deal with the crying, we cannot deal with the whining. Not in a sense that we. We give in when they use it to manipulate, but in the sense that when they've had a tough day and they're really down about it, we need to be able to embrace that and say, Mm -hmm. today felt like the worst day of the year.
3: So disciplining this child, how does that go and what does it look like?
2: It's very easy. You basically remind them of the rule and they remember that they were wrong and you tell them what they can do next time or even ask them, so you know you did wrong, what would you like to do next time? And they, if they can verbalize it, you're almost good to go. Very little punishment is needed. They right. do it them to themselves. How do, <laughs> we, how do themselves. we step
3: on the oxygen hose of this Oof. child? Because I think this child's going to be easy. very sensitive <laughs> of all the children types. Yeah. How do we do that as a parent? What do we need to be mindful of?
2: By punishing them after they've already shown remorse. Uh, It's not necessary. They are guilt and shame magnets. So shaming is a very, very uh, harmful thing with them. They are easily humiliated. They remember those words. They remember what you were wearing. We we sometimes jokingly, but with a lot of empathy, say that they file all of the negative words on the hard drive. Ah. Alphabetically with the date. And they can pull those things up mm-hmm. anytime. And then the good words, the kindness, the, the encouragement, re- those are the things they stamp as highly suspicious and they put them on, you know, a thumb drive.
3: Interesting. They, do they don't even trust that. They always
2: believe that.
3: Oh, that's um, too bad. That makes my heart ha- heavy for them, it, actually. It,
2: it is hard. And and that is why acceptance and daily reassurance, the way God tells us that he loves us and his reassurance Throughout His Word is the way we parent this child's heart, mm. daily That's reassurance good. that they are good enough like and that. that we love them just because they are ours.
3: All right, we've got the palm tree, mm-hmm. the yes. rose bush, the boxwood now, and then we need to move into the pine tree. <laughs>
2: yeah. So
3: the pine tree—I love the imagery of that: big, bold, rooted.
2: Yes, but very rooted. Can
3: be isolated, a little loner bit but uh, people-oriented.
2: You get the metaphor. You, you yeah. can present the courses. We will accredit you as a facilitator. I love it.
3: <laughs> Go for
2: it. You, <laughs> you are ready give, to us, give us more this. description, though. Yes. Um, when you step into a pine tree forest, you feel like you need to settle down, have a little picnic there, and just breathe. Calming. And they do this to us. And this child will slow you down, whether you want to be slowed down
3: or not. What does that look like? Give me an example.
2: That is them forgetting that it's Monday. <laughs> and not getting dressed for school and you go how is this possible that you could have gotten distracted on your way to the cupboard but they can just be a little dreamy and they're not in a hurry because to them it's not about getting stuff done it's about being it's the journey it's the people around them it's the impressions and the atmosphere so they help us realize that it is about people and not about stuff when we try and negotiate with them and put rewards on the table, you know, and deal a little bit. They are immune to that because they're so content. So if you tell them, but I'll buy you, you know, a new phone if you'll just study harder and bring home better grades. I mean, they're like, my phone is fine. I'm quite okay with a phone Now, I does have. that work
3: in the opposite direction with discipline? If you say, listen, I'm not going to let you do any gaming. I'm not going to let you do certain things. And they'll go, okay. Yeah. And they'll just sit with it. Yeah, they're okay.
2: equally difficult to... Mm-hmm. So now punish. I've got a combo
3: kit in my mind. I've got the palm tree <laughs> pine you're tree. About. I've got the palm pine. <laughs>
2: yes, but they do feel the, the pinch when you take away their relaxation and their comfort zone from them. So when you discipline by taking away the time with friends, the time in front of their screens, their computer games, they do, they do feel it. But remember, kids are not always going to say, ouch, yes, that hurts. I get the message. They're not going to let you. Well, this no, can, this can also so be a
3: little bit the way I'm looking at it—a little bit of the rosebush challenge. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to take social media away from you, and then they go, "Fine, yeah. I'm up to that task. Take mm-hmm. me on."
2: Yeah, the tougher, and then
3: they sit there the a year state. or two years later, saying, "Hey, I don't care. You took it away." Yeah. Is that oh, kind yeah. of a rosebush that's attitude? As absolutely,
2: well? the rosebush <laughs> response is, "You can't touch me. You, you think you can, but you can't."
3: How, how do you discipline <laughs> the pine tree? The 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 one that's moving, uh, you know, yeah. kind of through world at their own pace. And they, for the 20th time, they haven't been able to get dressed for school on time. And you're ranting and raving. What is your problem, Johnny? How come you cannot get ready for school? How many times do I got to tell you at seven thirty to go get ready? And it's eight o'clock, and you're still not ready. And mommy can't keep doing this for you. I think everybody's getting the feeling. It's Absolutely. making me feel odd yeah, already. Just that, now, you yeah. feel it. You uh, but how does mommy is. be more effective rather than coming back and saying, "Get dressed and fight that mm-hmm. battle"?
2: We need to understand that discipline only works, and punishment and reward only work on an area where a child willfully makes a certain decision not to do what you ask them. These kids don't decide not to do it; they just forget. That just doesn't cross their mind. So we need to give them strategies.
3: So, so, you so this as is the... a child with
2: the alarm clock, this right, is a child okay. with a chart, and or, and this is a child with big red bow around that particular item he never, you know, or she never takes to school. So it's about strategies and working with them, because as adults, they're going to be the people with the reminders on their phone, the secretary, the personal assistant who reminds them it's Wednesday. You
3: mentioned you mentioned hybrids, and so yes. again, one of the things, if you're hearing us say everybody is one thing or the other, no, no there's all these combinations, it's infinite how much uh, percentage you work in yes. as a pine tree, as a, as a box tree, as a rose bush. You're going to flow through all of these, I would think. You're going to have some preset things that are your default mode. Mm-hmm. But speak to the hybrids, uh, palm roses, box palms, pine palms, oh, all that. That's got to be that's fun.
2: fun. Sometimes two completely opposite uh, trees c- come together like a rose who is feisty and fast and a doer. And then you have the pine who's a thinker and who's an introverted type of kid and, and, and more people oriented. And when these two come together, you have what we call the CEO profile (laughs) because you have a person who wants to get stuff done, but at the same time, doesn't want anybody hurt. So this child will be um, not very talkative, maybe not very popular, but a really good leader because they both know where where we should be going and who should be going with us on that route. And it's usually a boy. We don't often see that doubly unemotional a combination get together in a girl
3: that's fascinating yes. now that could be risky saying that in modern culture
2: it can that be. boys and
3: girls can't be everything but you're saying just generally no, you see, see that it. attribute in boys more yes. than girls and what is it in girls that make them probably the relational side is probably how more, the, the
2: more emotional side so more you'll, wired you'll see a lot people. of the, the girls who have the combination of the boxwood who is perfectionistic and systematic, and then the outgoing palm tree, and when those two come together, you have a very uh, intensely emotional kid who can ride the roller coaster. Depends on which side of the bed they get out, out you know, this morning, and they can be high maintenance for a pine tree parent who mm-hmm. wants peace and harmony. And this child is, is you know, either high or very low.
0: Right. And in the book, uh, Hetty, you mentioned that some 60% of us have these combinations. And so mm-hmm. if you're intrigued, please uh, get a copy of Growing Kids with Character, Nurturing
3: Your Child's Potential Purpose and Passion. Hetty, let me bounce off something John just mentioned. 60% of adults and children identify with more than one temperament. But you also say 7 to 10% of adults and children identify with three types. Yes. I mean, I, I can that's where I'm at. I feel like I can... Yes be any of those three. Yeah.
2: You are probably what we call a contrapine, which means you have rose
3: I'm contrapine.
2: Contrapine because you have everything except pine. Yeah. Um you have boxwood rose and and palm tree rolled into one. So you can make those important decisions. You can make sure the people are uh, on board by motivating them. Oh, maybe you're a contra boxwood actually.
1: It could yes, be. because of the details, no, 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 yeah. you're not.
2: But you have some of the pine in there. That's yeah. why family is so important to you, because that's right. what pines are about, my important people. So, yes, you're probably a contraboxer. How, how much of this
0: is um, circumstantial? In other words, how, how often do the circumstances dictate what part of my personality comes out?
2: I don't believe that the circumstances dictate it, I, but I do believe it reveals what is in that innate design it depends on who you are with if there's already a rosebush in the house then you may not show your rosebush side at home maybe your parents really discipline you to be more boxwood at home and it doesn't come out at school because you don't need to show it there
3: the environment's going to um, uh, uh, probably intensify a certain response, but it's already there. It's already That's there. That's your point. Hedy, we're down to the end here of a mm-hmm. wonderful two-day program. So thank, thank you for you. being with us. The um, question I want to ask you at the very end here is focusing on our primary mission as parents. And it really is to help grow our children into uh, that growing relationship with Jesus Christ, because he's going to do that work mm-hmm. in them. Our work will be imperfect. Um, And sometimes counterproductive to what the Holy Spirit is aiming to do. And we get that because we don't have a clear view all the time. And that's just part of being human. But how can we shepherd and guide those four types in their relationship with God in Mm -hmm. in an effective way? Just run through those four types.
2: When we know our rose bush is wired to lead, we need to make sure that they are subjected to God's authority. And they practice on us. So we should not apologize for being uh, the parent mm. because we want them to submit to God one day as they lead and also to have empathy to listen to others. And that is where our energy will go. Mm. Otherwise, we will have dictators instead of godly leaders. Yeah, that's the rose bush. Exactly. How about the palm? The palm tree is going to take people with them wherever they are going. So we need to make sure that they are leading to a place worth going. Oh, so good. morally is where we're going to be doing our work. And not always through preaching, but right. a lot through prayer. They learn from experience. so we're often going to stand by and see how they go off like a prodigal son sometimes, hit their head against the wall, come back. It's not always easy in the later years because they don't always think ahead. But we're going to do a lot of prayer and they have beautiful hearts and a beautiful ability to inspire.
3: And, and we're like going to pray that that'll go in the right, right direction. Right. And as you said, stay in relationship with all your kids' Absolutely. types, obviously, but that <laughs> yes, one particularly needs closed. that. So Boxwood...
2: Um, the boxwood with child is the child who's going to be the one who makes sure we all stay on the straight and narrow.
3: <laughs> right.
2: And that's going to be uncomfortable for us every now and again because they will point out our, our hypocrisy for us. And Especially we are for not moms fair, and dads. Yes, for sure. Um, but we're going to teach them God's grace. We're going to teach them that God decided that the season of the law will be over one day and that grace will rule. And when they can embrace that together with their love of justice, then they make a beautiful difference in the world.
3: That's fantastic. And then finally, the pine tree, how to uh, (laughs) move them toward God in a closer way. How do we do that as a parent?
2: We do that through a, a focus on relationship because they go where relationship is important and they will be allergic to religion. They will be allergic to falsehood. So we will walk with them in reality and in authenticity and they will be the ones who facilitate peace, harmony and keep the body of Christ together. That's what they do.
3: Oh, those are good words, man. Hetty Britz, uh, this has been so insightful, and I think instructive for us as parents. I hope everybody will get a copy of your book, "Growing Kids with Character." I know it's on our heart, uh, Gene and I. We, you know, we lay in bed at night thinking, "Okay, what else can we do? Mm-hmm. What more can we do?" And we've got, you know, as any parent, we have our points of concern, and you want to continue to fine tune that and. And maybe occasionally even do an overhaul. <laughs> and so your book is a wonderful way for parents to get a practical handle on how God has wired their children and themselves. And I've so appreciated this. Um, I think this program, John, really highlights why we're here at Focus on the Family, to uh, provide you, to equip you with those tools that you need to do a better job. I'm so grateful for Hetty and many other parenting experts that we've had on. This is our goal, and to do it together, to build the body of Christ, to help shape children in a way that they will serve the Lord honorably, um, is important to us. I know it's important to you as a parent.
0: And we trust that this conversation with Hetty has just reinforced that desire on your part to do just that. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller.
1: Once again, Hetty has shed so much light on the different personality types and combinations or hybrids, if we're using plant terminology. I hope you feel inspired to make every effort to nurture and guide your children according to their God-given bent. I must say, I loved when Hetty spoke of how God reassures us of his love and that we can do the same by letting our kids know that we love them just because they're ours to parent. If you haven't got a copy of Hetty's booklet, Finding Your Way in the Jungle, I really encourage you to get that. She helps you identify your child's natural bent and how that affects your parenting journey. You can find it online at safamily.co.za or give us a call on 031-716-3300. Hetty has been a great friend of Focus Africa over the years. And another great friend is Rob Parsons, who will be here again to present some events towards the end of the month. Those events are 10 Vital Parenting Lessons I Wish I'd Learned Earlier and The Heart of Communication. We'll be in Pretoria and Cape Town, and you can find all the details on our website at safamily.co.za. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Alison Schnell for Focus on the Family Africa, inviting you back next time when we'll, as always, help you and your family thrive in Christ. Thank you for listening to this JTMR podcast brought to you by Jesus to My Rescue Ministries and Outreach. Visit our website at www.jesustomyrescue.com for more great content that will help you grow in your relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. If you need prayer, send us a WhatsApp to six eight three six three five. Alternatively, send us an email to support at jesustomyrescue.com. You can also find us on most social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and many others. Just search for Jesus to My Rescue. God bless you. Bye-bye.